and I'll bet that they're being heard on every radio telescope on the entire earth. Are you feeling by any chance like a goober? I know you are, but what am I? What does it look like I'm doing picking goobers? Pardon me, did I hear you say? On the radio, he is introduced like this. You're listening to the Goober Hour, hosted by buffoons, playing some tunes that are out of this world. No, literally, because it's a it's a space joke. <laughs> is anyone gonna laugh? <laughs> Whoa, 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 
the supermarket She got distracted in the meat department Whoa, 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 whoa She's looking at me She's looking hungry Think she's gonna eat me Whoa, 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 whoa. The Marriage from Space. That was the Aquabats kicking off your Saturday here at the Goober Hour. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Trevor Walls. Welcome to your weekly dose of wackiness. For the next hour, I'm going to be playing some brand new tunes, some brand old tunes. Are we allowed to say that? Brand old tunes. And I'm excited. I've I've got my apple soda. I've been really into apple soda lately. I don't, I don't know why. It's all over the apartment. And um, I've got it in the studio right now. Sip, sip. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll sip it for proof. Mmm, apple as Pee Wee Herman would say. <laughs> Coming up on today's program, we are going to be playing a round of Is There a Song About That? We've got some vintage comedy from Stan Freeberg. I'm going to be talking to an on-air caller, and I'm also going to be talking to one of my favorite artists of all time, Walter Martin. I can't believe I get to say that. Walter Martin, he's the best. I actually, he is the first vinyl record that I bought here in Los Angeles. When I moved here, I grabbed We're All Young Together from Amoeba Music on Hollywood, and I get to talk to him on the show now. Well, how full circle. I think that's very cool. So we're going to be talking to him. There's a lot going on, a lot more, lots of surprises, as always. I want to thank you if you're listening on Jump 105.3, Positively Morinsville 87.7, PRX, or thegooberhour.com. But wherever you're listening and however you're listening, welcome. Happy Saturday. I'm happy to be here with you. Next up, I've got a song by the late, great, amazing Olivia Newton-John. But before we get properly started, I actually have a question for you. The Tourism Board of Berwyn, Illinois. That's Berwyn, Illinois' Tourism Board. Berwyn! came to me looking for a new slogan to get people to travel to Berwyn, Illinois. Um, what should be Berwyn's new motto? A place where nobody dared to go The love that we came to know They call it Xanadu And now Open your eyes and see What we have made
Side to side, everyone's stealing all my moves. Really, I don't mind. I, I guess I'm that cool. I guess I'm that goo. I guess I caught you all staring. Y'all got mad drool. Ew, why y'all acting all funny? I'm stunning. Ain't y'all ever seen a mummy? I'm a mummy. I'm a mummy. Yeah, baby, I'm a mummy. Such a nice mummy. Bandages around me from head to toe People scream and swoon wherever I go When I'm not rocking out at the music hall You'll see me in the rattling aisle at the shopping hall I'm a mummy-loving mummy! <laughs> it's not always easy being a mummy But most of the time it rips! It's thought that the ancient Egyptians mummified cadavers in order to prepare the deceased for the afterlife, preserving the bodily form, which is why those old skins and bones have lasted so long. I'm in some kind of dummy, I got wrapping round my tummy, and if you think that's funny, go and run to your mummy. Just to clarify when I say run to your mummy, I don't mean me, I mean mummy with an O. That's a common misunderstanding, so I just wanted to clarify. Excuse you, or or I should say excuse me, because that was actually my new song off of my brand new EP, Merry Halloween, shameless promo time. Everyone, Halloween is so close. We are actually on the verge of becoming, I, I don't know if I want to spoil it, just keep, keep an eye on our website and our show as Halloween approaches, but... My brand new EP, Merry Halloween, which is full of spooky novelty songs, kind of like Monster Mash and all of those classic groovy spooky season records like Bobby Boris Pickett, Bob McFadden, you know, all the Bobs. It's sort of a nostalgic take on those records. I would love for you to check it out. It's actually on the GooberHour.com just below where you find this episode or by clicking music, you can find out all about it. But Merry Halloween, available everywhere now. I'm so excited about it. Now, speaking of new music, we're going to play a round of a brand new game I invented. I love it. It's, it's, it's hitting a niche for me. I always really enjoy it. This is, is there a song about that? Is there a song about that? Is there a song about that? Yes, it is that game where we come up with a random topic, search it in our music library, and see what comes up. Is there a song about any single topic at this point? There's a lot of art out there, so I've actually got my partner Julia just across the room. Julia, give me something random. What's a random topic? 
Cream cheese. Cream cheese. I like it. Cream cheese. Okay. Gonna do a little bit of research. Searching cream cheese. Cream cheese. All right. I found it. I found a song that is simply called Cream Cheese. It's by a band called Laid Out. And um, it looks like they're not super well known. So if you enjoy the song we are about to play, make sure to go support it. Go give it a like on Spotify, Apple Music, all the places that you find music. Go search for it in your local record store. But this is from an album called Cheers Mate and by the band Laid Out. This is my first time hearing this and I'm very excited. This is Cream Cheese. This is the countryside. My name is St. George. I'm a knight. Saturday, July 10th, 8.05 p.m. I was working out of the castle on the night watch when a call came in from the chief. A dragon had been devouring maidens. Homicide. My job. Slay him. You call me, chief? Yeah, it's the dragon again. Devouring maidens. The king's daughter may be next. Mm-hmm. You got a lead? Uh, nothing much to go on. Said you take that 45 automatic into the lab to have him check on it? Yeah. You were right. I was right? Yeah. It was a gun. 8.22 p.m. I talked to one of the maidens who had almost been devoured. Could I talk to you, ma'am? Who are you? I'm St. George, ma'am. Homicide, ma'am. I want to ask you a few questions, ma'am. I understand you were almost devoured by the ma'am. Is that right, dragon? It was terrible. He breathed fire on me. He burned me already. How can I be sure of that, ma'am? Believe me, I got it straight from the dragon's mouth. 
11.45 p.m., I rode over the King's Highway. I saw a man. Stopped to talk to him. Pardon me, sir. Could I talk to you for just a minute, sir? Sure, I don't mind. What do you do for a living? I'm a knave. Didn't they pick you up on a 903 last year for stealing tarts? Yeah. So what, do you want to make a federal case out of it? No, sir. We heard there was a dragon operating in this neighborhood. We just want to know if you've seen him. Sure, I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Could you describe him for me? What's to describe? You see one dragon, you've seen them all. Would you try and remember, sir, just for the record? We just want to get the facts, sir. Well, he was, you know, he had orange polka dots. Yes, sir. Purple feet, breathing fire and smoke. Mm-hmm. And one big bloodshot eye right in the middle of his forehead and, uh, like that. Notice anything unusual about him? No, he's just a run-the-mill dragon, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, you can go now. Hey, by the way, how are you going to catch him? I thought you'd never ask. A dragon net. 3.05 p.m. I was riding back into the courtyard to make my report to the lab. Then it happened. It was a dragon. Hey, I'm the fire-breathing dragon. You must be St. George, right? Yes, sir. I see you got one of them new 45 caliber swords. That's about the size of it. <laughs> you slay me. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. What do you mean? I'm taking in a 502. You figure it out. What's the charge? Devouring maidens out of season. Out of season? You never pinned that rap on me. Do you hear me, cop? Yeah, I hear you. I got you in a 412, too. A 412? What's a 412? Overacting. Let's go. On September the 5th, the dragon was tried and convicted. His fire was put out and his maiden devouring license revoked. Maiden devouring out of season is punishable by a term of not less than 50 or more than 300 years. Can't we be sweethearts? Why don't we fall in love right from the start? You're the girl I'm thinking of. Oh, can't you see? You're the only girl for me. Please be my sweetheart. Don't you know the way I feel? Please play the part and make my dreams all
Hello? Yes, uh, is this uh, Trevor or or what's it called? uh, The the Gulba Hour? Yes, it is. You're live on the air. How can I help you? Uh, Terrific. Listen, I I wanted to inquire about maybe uh, getting some time on the air to talk about my new theme park. Uh, Your new theme park? Well, Well, sure, you're on the air right now. Okay, listen, it's called Lasagna Falls. I'm sorry, did you say Lasagna Falls? Are you telling me you have a a whole theme park Uh dedicated to the theme of lasagna? Oh, yeah, I love lasagna. Uh, What what kind of rides are at Lasagna Falls? Well, it's really more of an indoor water park. I've considered all things considered. An indoor water park? themed like lasagna oh it's not just themed we serve it we serve lasagna you can you can ride the slides and instead of water you're riding on the meat you know so it's like you're in some human lasagna or something you know meat slides that's disgusting hey i didn't i didn't call the goober out so i could be judged all right i just wanted to talk about i i'm I'm sorry i'm i'm vegetarian so i don't know if i can i can promote no listen we've got vegetarian lasagna too we got vegetarian lasagna slides you can slide down with some pieces of broccoli some chunks of carrots all that all that good stuff i i'd rather not Thank you. Okay, listen, I don't think you're quite getting it, so if you could forward me to maybe your manager or something so I could discuss you want me to getting f- some forward ad time. To my, I, I guess I can do that, Mr. Perks. Um, he might be out of town, but... Oh, no, no, no. Don't tell me he's out of town. I know he's in town. You're just scared of what Lasagna Falls is going to do to your business. My business? You think everybody's going to be too busy in Lasagna Falls slipping and sliding on the meat cannons to listen to the Goober Hour. Is that what you're saying? That's... That- that's not at all what I'm saying. I know that's what you're saying. May I ask who I'm speaking to right now? Yeah, it's Tony Lasagna. Tony Lasagna. Yeah, that's what I said, Tony Lasagna. What, okay, what's it doing? Okay, you know what? I'm going to forward you to my boss, Mr. Perks, just so just so I can continue with my show. Is that okay? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he'll know what's up. He'll know what's up. Okay, yeah, I forward am forwarding forward you so right now. Whew. Oh, my goodness. Okay, anyways, back to the goop. Oh. Uh, Hello? Trevor, it's Mr. Perks. Oh, <laughs> so you are in town. I actually... Listen, we gotta talk business. I've got a new sponsor for you. Oh, no. Oh, potatoes and molasses. If you want some, oh, just ask us to warm and soft. Like puppies and socks filled with cream and candy rocks. Oh, potatoes. Everybody's heard of Peter Piper and the peck of pickled peppers that he picked. That's such a silly, simple children's game. It hasn't even got a name. 
But I'd like to bet that it'll trip you Like to bet you that you'll have to say you're licked If Peter Piper you pronounce with these Then twist your tongue around these Moses supposes his toes are roses But Moses supposes erroneously For Moses he knows his toes ain't roses And Moses supposes his toes is to be That's Tom Twister And seems so easy till the word gets sprung If you insist you want to try a list Then step up, mister, and twist your tongue Now Kissel will whistle at busty Miss Russell Who rustle and bustle till Kissel will roar So Russell asked Axel for Kissel's dismissal And this'll teach Kissel to whistle no more That's Tom Twister Seems so easy till you twist your tongue. Tito and Toto were tattooed in Toto, but Toto was only tattooed on his toe. So Toto told Tito where Toto was tattooed, but Tito said Toto's tattoo wouldn't show. Theta Thothora was thumping her thimble, but Thomas Thothora was thumping her drum. Said Theta, if Thora's not thumping her thimble, I think that she surely is thumping her thumb. It's Tom Twister. Now Charlie is cherry when choosing his cheeses and cheeses a challenge when Charlie arrives. But Charlie is charming and chooses a cheddar, then chills it and chips it and chops and some chives. Hedda is hoping to hop to Tahiti to hack a hibiscus to hang on her hat. Now Hedda has hundreds of hats in her hat rack, so how can her hop to Tahiti help that? <laughs> Snobby Miss Nora is sniffing a snuffer. The snuff has no sniff and it makes Nora sneeze. When Snide Alice Norton hears Nora is sneezing, she snappily snorts Nora sneezing a breeze. Sheila is selling her shop at the seashore for shops at the seashore are so so to lose. Now she's not so sure of what she should be selling. Should Sheila sell seashells or should she tell shoes? Tom Twister! And seems so easy till the word gets sprung. If you insist you want to try a list, then step up, Mr. Antwist! Ah. Twister for Twistle was trying to whistle, but Twister for Twisted his tongue. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, what a mystery this crazy world can be. And all the wild stuff that I've been through, searching all around for something true. Went clear from here to Timbuktu. Till I finally found a friend like you No, but I'm not too sure What I'm always searching for But I'm searching each day till the day gets late And I wake up on the floor Buddy, I don't know Just where that river flows Yeah, all I see that's guiding me Is the fuzz on the end of my nose Destiny or whatever it is that brought a friend like you to me. So we say, Thank you.
was Do Dilly Do, A Friend Like You, from one of my favorite animated movies ever, Missing Link. And now, I am so pleased to say I am here chatting with the artist behind that song and many of my favorite songs, Mr. Walter Martin. Thank you so much for joining us, Walter. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Anytime. Literally anytime. I mentioned I'm a huge fan. Actually, We're All Young Together is the first vinyl I bought when I got to L.A., um, I was in Amoeba, and for whatever reason, we're all young together on vinyl was there. I was blown away. I was like, this is here? So that's the first vinyl I bought. So this is very full Oh, that's cool. Now. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I've actually bought so many records at Amoeba LA, uh, but I've never seen my own stuff for sale. I haven't been there in a long time, but that's cool. Thank you. I'm hoping that the bear will be there soon. I've, I've been checking. Uh, you know, the bear, the vinyl, the, the, it, it probably will be there in November, I bet. The, my, the vinyl takes forever these days, but it, I, it will be there in November. Amazing. If I'm looking for it, I'll tell them. I'll be like, Walter said it would be here. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've got a direct source. <laughs> How did it all get started? I got a, you know, interview trope, but I really am curious. What really got you into music in the first place? Well, you know, I started when I was probably 11 or 12. My my friend Stuart, uh, I, I was obsessed with baseball up until that, uh, until that point. Then this guy, Stuart Lupton, moved uh, from South Carolina. Carolina to DC and we became very good friends and we started sort of I guess you could say like misbehaving a lot and uh and skateboarding and realizing that we wanted to be wanted to be cool I guess then we were like hold on maybe we should do a band you know and so we took guitar lessons assuming we'd be learning you know like Rolling Stone songs but we were learning like fingering for like classical piano and it was very boring um, so it was boring for us. Th- these days, I'd be very interested in that. But yeah, so we started a band, like uh, just the two of us and started writing songs, like, you know, just sort of really dumb songs, like about being cool, basically. And like played at a girl's birthday party at the end of fifth grade and played like, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> and we sort of got the bug that we really liked doing it. You know, we went to sort of a really straight kind of school and and i think it 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 was nice just for like our identity i think it sort of set us apart it's like well you you guys are doing that but we do music and so we actually like did that forever (laughs) that band we uh started playing school dances by the time we were in seventh grade and then matt who uh ended up being in the walkman matt barrick uh, he uh, joined us playing drums in seventh grade. And then Paul, who was a guitar player in the Walkman, joined us in the ninth grade. And, you know, by that point, we were pretty good. And uh, we could really play with like the songs were in our, t- in our taste w- was very questionable. But, but we learned how to play. And we, you know, it's really all that we did. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I participated in school, but I, every weekend we had a band practice. That's just what we did. And, uh, you know, and then that that band eventually became Jonathan Fireeater, which was my first like real professional band, and uh, it was basically the same people. Right. Uh, Stuart, who became the singer, and we got like a big record deal, and then for complicated reasons, we broke up, and then we started the Walkman, and got my cousin Ham, who grew up across the street from me, to be the singer, and then we did the Walkman for like whatever twelve years, and then I started doing it on my own. So it's like the only thing I know how to do. I don't even know how to like open a can opener. <laughs> It's like a true family band, which I didn't realize, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I got into it. Yeah, and I, you know, obviously, like, well, we started doing it, I think, to be cool and to, like, write, like, n- names of bands on our on our shoes and stuff like that. But I think that, you know, we got the bug really fast that there was a lot of magic in uh, in music making. Right. Yeah, I love that, that all your styles kind of blend together. I think it's very cool that you've got the kids' albums with the other stuff all on Spotify and 
it's a newcomer would know nonetheless they would not know the difference if they were <laughs> shuffling all of your music which i think like that's incredibly rare and i just think that's a super cool thing about your music and speaking of your music you've got original songs you wrote an original song for missing link that was one of my favorite movies of that year and i oh, thought cool. it was yeah. super cool i was jump scared in the theater i was like walter martin like i i recognized your voice oh, cool. when the song came out i was like that is incredibly cool and it of course won the golden globe and you've also got your song let the tall ship sail in Hilda, which is also an incredible Netflix series. I think it's cool that the two animated projects that you've uh, had music be a part of are like two of the most artistic <laughs> animated pieces of art ever, which is it's it's cool that even when you're sort of slipping into the the mainstream kids genre, um, you're part of stuff that is so meaningful and, and artistic. So what is it like to see your work be a part of something that's so visual? Uh, you know, I love it. You know, I feel like with... with uh, Animate with an, the world of animation and and animated movies and animated shows. There's just so it's such a I don't know. There's just so much creativity in there, and the people who do it are you know I've met a bunch of them at this point, and there's they're they're just such a great bunch. It, it's just a really a creative thing, you know. And there's so many people like I don't know. I look at like the Pixar movies. Mm. I look at like you know main big big mainstream uh, Hollywood movies. And then you look at the Pixar ones. I mean, the Pixar ones are just so brilliant. It's so funny. So genuine, you know, it's so creative. And, and so many of the big Hollywood things just are like, geez, that's just does not speak to me whatsoever. It just feels so <laughs> gross and commercial. And even though obviously the Pixar ones are very like commercial and successful, they're, they're, I don't know, so warm and tender and, and genuinely funny. You know, it's like, so I, I love working for do, doing animated stuff. Um, yeah, I've done like a lot of animated commercial things, and 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 it's it's always it's always so fun. Yeah, did you know the work of Leica Studios before uh, they contacted you? Had you seen like Paranorman and those types no, of movies? No, I had. I, I don't think I'd seen all of them, but I've seen all of them now. But I don't. I uh, I, I you know I do like a Coraline and and Paranorman and uh, yeah, a bunch of them. I can't remember, but yes, I, I I'm a huge fan of their stuff and and their the stuff the whole just all the way they do things. They're just sort of the old fashioned way. The the light the uh, stop motion is so cool. Yeah, it's very nostalgic. I feel like it matches with your music really well. Yeah, I thought it was a great pairing, and I lo I loved working with them, and and uh, yeah, I was very pleased to have like a big budget and have like an orchestra on my song, which was kind of <laughs> a little voice coming in with like huge string section. I thought was <laughs> for me at least made me laugh. Now I've got to bring up your new album, The Bear. I love it. I think it may be your best work yet. Well, thank you. It sounds like winter. Um, was the first thing that my partner said when I was listening to it again last night. She was like, oh, cool. "This sounds like winter," and I was like, "I know. You have no idea." <laughs> so there's so many ways to interpret the album. That's something I love about it. To you, what story is this record telling? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like I, I think it's a lot. To me, I think if I had to pick one thing that it was telling, it was telling sort of my. My family story. I, I, to me, it's a little, mm. so much about my family. But when I say that to people, they're like, oh, I didn't even notice that. But when I say that to my mom, she's like, yeah, the whole thing is about our family. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, to me, that's what I, you know, it was more, it, I think it was trying to focus on, you know, it was during the pandemic. So I was very isolated, you know, and I think that I, and I just finished like a ton of commercial work. And I was like, I just want to do the opposite of that. I want to do, I want to do something that's, the focus is on the, the the most important things, and I wanted to whittle those down to being just my family and art making, sort of, and my my belief and how those are sort of tied together. 
Uh, and so I, I sort of, I guess I made it about those two things. Amazing. You know, my mom thinks that every song I write is about her, whether it is or not. So I can right. relate in that <laughs> way. <laughs> now, here at the Goober Hour, I like to ask a question that you have most definitely never been asked before. Just something that will make me stick out. Okay. So my Goober exclusive question for you is, if you could invent an instrument to use in your songs that does not exist, what instrument would you invent? Oh, that's a really good question. I like that question. I've thought of a lot of instruments in my in the past. Uh, I would want to say the instrument that where you play keys and you're you're playing the sound of somebody rubbing their fingers on wine glasses, you know? Yeah. Which I thought of, but then it turns out it's an instrument. It's called a I forget what it's called, but Benjamin Franklin invented it. And I mean, I think they're very rare, but I don't, I, they're probably maybe one of them exists. But I, you know, I've always wanted to do uh, a, a a giant like a bass drum with snares on it. But I don't think it actually the physics of it don't work out that it would sound like a bass drum with snares on it. Mm. But I've I've uh, I've often thought of thought of that. So I uh, I don't know. There's, that's a two part answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'll make this a two part question. Is there any instrument that you would never put? on one of your songs no I, I would say definitely no i think i like this I, I think i'm sure there's great things you can get out of every single instrument i thought you were going to say that that's a, that's something <laughs> i love about your music is there's such a random cluster sometimes on the albums especially the family ones like there's such such random sounds but they all fit <laughs> together so well you know I'm like where did he find these things yeah i have a i have a lot of uh i'm in my studio right now i have um a, a ton of little uh percussion instruments i'm obsessed with little doodads that's amazing well i want to thank you so much for joining us walter it was such a pleasure to meet you and talk to you you too it was really it was really fun talking to you now listeners if you want to hear my full chat with walter just make sure to go to the gooberhour.com and find the weekly wacky podcast it's on spotify apple all the places you find podcasts believe me i have many more questions to ask him but in the meantime walter martin's brand new album the bear is available everywhere you find music. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So from that brand new album, this is Hunters in the Snow. Hey Tommy, I'm so far away up in these hills. The tall trees sway as hunters haul their fallen prey. And the snow falls on the lane. And I'm shivering once again. Somehow, my friend, I fell asleep and tied my ankles in my sheets. Awoke so slow to snow so deep. No, but I can't run away to my horses and my sleigh. Oh, now I know I'm home. Yes, now I know I'm home. Your chiseled chin and sea salt burned the broken skin as the thick ice melted thin. Now we see the end begin. Oh, isn't it so strange to think how down in the ground our bones will sink and fill the holes where blind moles blink? But we somehow find our way to the palace in the clay. Oh, now I know I'm home Yes, now I know I'm home 
roots have found a hole And I'll protect her from the cold well, I'm just a city boy, my friend But I know where the winter ends It walks away as spring begins Dies beneath the rain Starts again. Oh, now I know I'm home. Yes, now I know I'm Cheesecake munching on a cheesecake munching on a cheesecake 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 gobble gobble cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake 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 gobble gobble cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake 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 munching on a cheesecake munching on a cheesecake Cheesecake Oh cheesecake munching on a cheesecake munching on a cheesecake Cheesecake A cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake Cheesecake A cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake gobble gobble cheesecake Cheesecake My girl, she's crazy over cheesecake all the time So I bring her cheesecake and she treat me mighty fine Da 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 Cheesecake munching on the cheesecake munching on the cheesecake Cheesecake, you know, if you are lactose intolerant, this episode is not for you. We've got cheesecake, we've got cream cheese, and speaking of all this food, last week I announced that we are having a potluck right here on the radio, and guess what? It is time. I can't wait to see what you brought. Here's what some of you brought. Melinda, who was a big fan of the show, brought some beet salad. Very nice. Now make sure you don't spill that salad, or else you'd be dropping the beat. 
<laughs> Why do they let me do this show on the air? We got a submission from an artist, the amazing Wills Jams, a British Columbia local, whose interview will be coming out very soon on our weekly Wacky Podcast, may I add. He said PB and Jam. You know, seeing that he's Will's Jams, that is a very fitting thing to bring. Thank you, Will. We got Lisa M. from Boston, Massachusetts, who brought... This is where this is where it starts to go off the rails. We got some tree soup. I guess we're, tree, we, we're, we make paper out of trees, and now we make soup, I suppose. Lisa M. from Boston, Massachusetts, thank you for your creative and delicious tree soup. And finally, Devin in Ross, Pennsylvania. How you doing, Devin? They brought tomato ice cream. That... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have a lot of friends out there who do not appreciate tomatoes as much as I do. So you chose the right potluck. I, I do kind of worry that that ice cream would just taste like ketchup. But you know what? You do you. You do you. <laughs> now, thank you so much for your submissions. That leads me to this week's question, question of the week. Yes, this week's question is, and this is a good one, what was your childhood favorite song? Did you have a song growing up that was forever your favorite? Can you think back and remember that nostalgic tune? Well, let me know what it is. Find me at thegooberhour.com. You can write me a letter by emailing trevor at thegooberhour.com or find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places at The Goober Hour and let me know what song was your favorite. Next week's episode, I'm going to stick a bunch of those songs into the playlist. So really, I'm just looking for an excuse not to do my job. I don't want to choose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But let me know what your favorite was and I'll definitely look into playing it next week. But if you don't want to submit a song, that's fine. No offense taken. Would you rather be a mule or a fish or swing on a star, perhaps? You know, it's a weird lead-in, but it'll make sense once the song starts. Would you like to swing on a star?
without a gears and tin. And this here is the story of everywhere it's been. Real good, thought it would cross the floor, but it did more than that. It done headed out the door. It couldn't go that far. I thought it'll wind down and stop. But that little metal robot marched on down the block and it was singing. Chased it down the street, I wouldn't let it pass But when I went to grab it, it went zooming fast I fell to the ground with a big old crashing thud It kept moving through the town and I was all good, good and mud And it was singing Picking up the speed like it had found another gear People started running round screaming filled with fear The police set up a barricade at the edge of town But that tiny little robot simply knocked it down And it was singing Just unstoppable, no matter what their size. When you think you've seen it all, you might be in for a surprise. Word is that tiny robot still going strong today. Somewhere in the hills, way past town, you might hear it say. Folks, things could break any minute now, but right now, uh, back to our regular program. There's a bunch of monsters on the beaches. They're dancing around in the sunny sweetness. Everybody's having fun as far as you're aware. I got a question. What are we doing here? Oh, every little monster wants to know.
think a mama umpa where you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go to thegooberhour.com where you can find all of our episodes and party all the week long while we're away because I hate to admit it, but our Goober Hour is coming to a close. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I've been your host, Trevor Walls. We'll see you next week for a brand new hour of wackiness. But until then, goodbye! There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Tomorrow!